Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Sam Dever Podcast, episode 66. In this episode, I speak with actor and filmmaker Carl Schreier. I met Carl in Los Angeles through the Playhouse West acting community, and I was really excited to have him on as we've always had great conversations. He's an amazing human being, and he's also a huge supporter of this podcast. So it was an honor to have him on and have this conversation. The book of the episode is going to be called Bullseye by Brian Tracy. This is a book that I've finished recently. Really good refresher, really good core concepts on just getting your focus back, honing in, especially in a world of distraction in which we live. Again, the book is called Bullseye, The Power of Focus by Brian Tracy. If you want to follow this podcast to listen to, follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. To watch the podcast, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash at the Sam Dever podcast. Here's my conversation with Carl. Carl Schreier. <clears throat> yeah. Welcome to the Sam Dever podcast. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to have you. <laughs> no, I mean, dude, because you, to me, you're one of the biggest fans of the show. Yeah. Yeah. I've you've tra- listened to a lot of them. And, yeah. you, and you're always, I want to thank you publicly on not only just checking it out and for mm. the support, but for, you know, you send a message after listening. And mm. I know you actually listened to it mm. or mm. watched it or mm. whatever. So I really appreciate that, man. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, I, I haven't sent you and Bobby a message yet, but that was the last one that I listened to. And I think the best thing that I learned from that was like, dang, I Bobby and I are kind of similar. <laughs> I, I was listening to a lot of things that he said. And I was like, because we did one, one act together or well, we did two one acts in the same show. Yes. But I didn't really get to know him very well, I think. Mm. But then I listened to your guys' uh, talk and I was like, dang, we're pretty similar. Was it Lucky Seats and there was the one, mm-hmm. was it called Road Trip? It was Road Trip, yeah. You, me. Nick, and Courtney did yep. that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was yeah. great. Thanks. And yeah, then you and fun. Nick switched roles. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. What was that like? It was fun. To live I liked, two different roles like that. I liked the, the older brother better. I think it's, it's less of who I am. But I think it's more fun to be who be Vern, the older brother, who's just like this wild dude and he's got something he's gotta do. And it's like, I I'm gonna get this done, you know. It's uh whereas the younger brother is like kind of more like um he's a little more logical, you know. So he's like he's trying to make things and he's tired, you know. I don't know, did do you know like the the story? Do you remember the story of it? Yeah, I um I mean, vaguely. Shoot, it's been about three years ago. Yeah, yeah. I remember it was hilarious. Thank you. I remember that, but isn't... Oh, yeah. It was the two brothers and the other brother. Mm. There was a third one, right? Well, yeah. So the two brothers, the older brother is... Um, he's in a coma. Yeah. And the younger brother's taking care of him. And the younger brothers decided to pull the plug on him uh, the next day. And then his middle brother, Vern, who's been gone for years... Shows up that night. He's like, I got Alan in the back of my car. Like, we're going on one more road trip. And it's just, it's nice. Because, you know, we talked about it a little bit earlier. But, like, brothers is a very important, like, trope to me in my life. Like, theme. Mm. So, um, it was really good. Really good play to do. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it was amazing, man. And then I saw you, shoot, was it at Two Men Need Help? Or sorry, yeah, some men need help. That's the last time I saw you. Yeah, it's Ford and Eric and some men need help. Yeah, Uh, yeah, that was the last time I saw you in person. I'm like, yeah, man, we should do a podcast. (laughs) Yeah. And then to anyone that hears me say like, hey, we should do it, 
three, four months, five, mm -hmm. six months, it will happen. Then you'll be here. The, yeah, the time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and thank you for making the drive from Orange mm. County. Yeah, no problem. And I, like I told you, like you've been branded as the Orange County guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I said, I told Eric next door, I'm like, oh yeah, who's coming on tonight? Carl. And he's like, oh, Carl from Orange County, Carl. Yeah. <laughs> he came down to me um, during COVID. And because we were talking about Playhouse West was about to open up, mm. back up. And I was thinking like, what do I want to do? What do I want to do? What do I want to do? And I wanted to do um, Of Mice and Men. And so I was talking to Eric about it and he wanted to be Lenny. Like, you know, I would be George and he would be Lenny. Mm. And he came down and we we took a walk on the beach and we talked about the play and it was it was really cool. It was really, really cool. Yeah. Never happened, but it's <laughs> still a good experience. But that probably was a great experience, especially during that time, because absolutely nothing oh, was going on. I hadn't been to class. Like, nobody had been to class. And since, you know, I'm down in Orange County, I hadn't been, like, rehearsing with anybody. So, like, him and uh, me and Eric did, like, some, like, repetition and stuff. And it was just like, oh, dude, like, I haven't done this in a long time. And it was like, all of a sudden, like, it all came back. Mm. I was like, dang, it was, uh, it was, um... This is a good experience. It was like, oh, shit, I, I forget doing this. This is good. This is fun. You know, this is necessary, at least for me, you know. And sometimes those are the best experiences, mm -hmm. like just having the experience of um, just like even something we may not pursue, but for today, mm -hmm. we're working on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? And it doesn't matter yeah. if we end up putting it up or not or yeah. anything. We're going to work on it just for today. Yeah, there's so many things. And the beach was probably real clear. It was, yeah, it was overcast, it was windy, not a good day to be at the beach, but um, it was a good day to just walk along and play some repetition. Yeah. Now, did you grow up in Orange County? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so born and raised. Mm -hmm. yeah. What part? Um, so I was born in Hogue Hospital. Like I know where that, Newport Beach, right? Yeah, yeah. Newport Beach. Um, but I lived in Costa Mesa and... Um, for most, most of my childhood. Beautiful then, area, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm so, so lucky to have, you know, grown up here. Mm -hmm. um, and then we were over in um, Corona del Mar for a little while, uh, while my grandma was old. And then we were back in Costa Mesa and, you know, now I'm in Anaheim. And you said you like that Anaheim commute just a little bit better. Oh, yeah. 45 minutes to get here instead of like an hour and a half is great. That's what's crazy, like, about... Coast, I mean, by the way, yeah, Newport Beach, that whole, I mean, I've spent a little more time down there lately. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's a paradise. Mm -hmm. Like it, it really is. Yeah. Um, and it's really not that far. If there was no traffic, you get there like oh. in an hour, you can get there in even like 55 minutes, yeah. 50 minutes, but you hit the highway at just, it can be like a 15 minute difference. Yeah. If you just wait 50, boom, you got hour 50, <laughs> two and a half hour uh, drive back to LA. Yeah. It used to be it for class when I was doing morning classes. If I left after 645, I wouldn't get there till 930. But if I left at 645 or minutes earlier, I'd get there in time. No problem. No kidding. So Crazy. Yeah. Like clockwork every week. Every week, yeah. <laughs> uh, so what? Okay, so what got you into acting? I don't. What what got you into that whole scene? And what eventually led you to Playhouse West? I think, um, well, I acted in high school, and uh, like you know, and then I I got to college, and then um, like college age, and then 
I was like, you know, I'm not gonna like do acting. I'm not gonna, you know, pursue that. Um, I worked really kind of hard in in uh, in high school, and you know, I went to OCC, and I was pretty much like, I'm I'm gonna do like math and finance. You know, I'm gonna be a finance bro. Yeah, um, and make a lot of money. But I that you know never worked out because um, I ended up auditioning for a play at OCC and our town. Actually, I don't know if you know that play. Mm. It's like a classic, kind of. Sounds familiar. It's a classic, especially when you're in high school, because um, it has parts for young actors. And so you're always doing like the, um, you know, the young couple, like figuring out that they like each other. It's Mm. very sweet. It's really cute. (laughs) Um, But like to do the whole play, like when you're in college, I was probably like 18 or 19. And like to do the whole play, the whole play is really heavy. And it's like it deals with a lot of like really heavy stuff. And, um, but it's also retains like a, a like a really nice sweetness mm. and like wholesomeness. It's just, it's, it's a really nice play to do. Um, you know, especially like nowadays, since there's so many plays and it's like, there's these people are all horrible people. Like these plays are about horrible people doing horrible things. And like, I never enjoyed doing that kind of content. Sometimes I do, but like, um, our town is just like, it's just nice. And there's a lot of like, there's a lot of love and there's a lot of, um, it's, it's, it's very poignant. I definitely recommend reading it. Okay. Um, yeah. But anyways, I, I did that play. Um, really liked doing it. Um, and then like kind of long story short, I was up here in Playhouse West doing acting classes. And so, yeah. And what, what led you to Playhouse? Cause you were living in Orange County. Did you hear about it from someone? Yeah. Um, how did that happen? Yeah. So um, I had a friend of mine who was an actor who came and saw the play. And um, he was like, oh, you know, that was like, you did a good job. Um, come and take classes where I'm taking classes. If you really enjoy doing this. Mm. And I, I was still kind of like, I don't think I ever like had a moment where I made that switch where I was like, I'm going to be an actor because I still stayed in school at OCC, but I was, you know, doing stuff at at Playhouse West and, you know, doing the full load of coursework there pretty much. Um, But anyways, that's how I got it. It was, it was from a friend. He he recommended that I go there. He was like, it's, he's like, I've gone to a lot of different schools um, and everyone, you know, has their merits, but he's like, I really like this one. And I'm so glad that I went because it became a huge part of my life for like, I guess, all in told about four years. Yeah. Yeah. And that seems to be the case. Like it just kind mm-hmm. of engulfs you. <laughs> yeah. Somebody will just drop it and you're like, yeah, yeah. I guess I'll go audit. And, yeah. then, and then you're there <laughs> and you're just there for four years, you know? Yeah. yeah. And honestly, if it wasn't for the uh, pandemic and all that, I don't think there ever would have been any break in the action for me. Like, it, Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have stopped. I know right. that. I mean, even when we did stop, I was taking like Kathleen's writing class. Um, I did do the Zoom classes, mm-hmm. like acting classes online for a while. But I don't, I don't think that you can really do that it's personally. Not the same. It's not the same. And like, if you're, you know, it's just not the same. I think it served its purpose when no one yeah. could meet in person. But the second yeah. you can meet in person, it's like right. Yeah. If you have yeah. the option, don't be like through a computer screen acting with somebody it just doesn't it's not right you know i don't know 
That's my yeah. take on it. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I know technology, it's one of those things. It's, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I feel like people just use it to keep coming up with stuff that's kind of unnecessary a lot of times too. Yeah, I think you know? so. I mean, yeah, I don't, I'll definitely get on a tangent about like technology and art, but I Please don't, do. I don't, think you, uh, <laughs> I just don't, I don't think like, I think at its base, it's like a lot of technology is a tool, right? But I think art and technology have a weird like relationship in the sense that like, Art has to come from connection. Art doesn't mean anything unless there's a connection there, like a real mm. human connection. And the more and more a lot of times technology comes in or takes more of the human aspect out, like, is that still, like, like sure, it's still art. Like, you can still look at, like, for example, because it's hot right now, AI imagery like, sure, it's pretty. It looks cool. A lot of it looks really cool. Like, in a lot of, like, AI animated stuff is really cool. But is it art? Like, I don't think so because, sure, somebody had to type something in. Somebody had to do work to make it happen. But, like, was there really something coming out of that person, you know? And can it go through the AI model and really maintain that soul, that essence? Personally, I don't think so. I don't, maybe it does. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> no, it's, no, that's, this is awesome. <laughs> it's, it's, that's the beauty of this podcast. Yeah. We could just pick something and just yeah. go down a rabbit hole. It's funny because like you see, and again, I don't, I, I come off as like probably like a huge, like uh, downer <laughs> when I start talking about some of this stuff, but sure. The whole AI people making it their profile pic and mm-hmm. it it looks cool. Yeah, it's cool, mm-hmm. but it's also it's it's a fantasy. Like it's mm-hmm. not. Uh, so that's what's interesting. What you say about um, maybe I'm going a completely different direction with, it, but yeah, it's 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 like the easy button. And again, it has its place with stuff. But again, like, like you're saying, like someone taking something and painting it from scratch, mm-hmm. like it's just not the painting. It's all the process of them mm-hmm. painting. Right, the, right. Maybe they do it all in one sitting. Maybe it took them a year. Like mm-hmm. maybe what happened in between, like, mm-hmm. and eventually this, and shout out to uh, Ronaldo masters. <laughs> oh yeah. Whose art's on display here, but it's like, I, I know what you mean. Like, yeah, you can look at something and maybe it looks cool, mm. but what's the significant meaning behind it? Yeah. Like you're, you're saying, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree. But right. What's the, but I mean, that's the thing too, is like the film industry isn't just art. It's entertainment too. Mm. And a mixture of the two. Right. Mm-hmm. And a lot of things is kind of in between, you know? So it's like at the end of the day, who really cares and do whatever you want. But that's just my feeling on it is it's like, I don't know. Not for me. Not for me. Everybody's got their taste. Aside from acting, what's what or film, what's your uh favorite art forms? Oh or my expressions, gosh. if you will. Uh I like to dance. I'm not very good at it oh, or trained. Yeah. Um like I I love to dance with my girlfriend. Um like when you say classical type dance, like salsa dance or just no. Just dance. Just dance. You know? Lady Gaga, baby. Just dance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause that's like, that's yeah. for me is it's like, it's, it's, it's so 
there's a lot of, I think like being a human is so much like what's in your body and to like move around and dance, I think is so, it's just wonderful. If you can dance, like they always say dance, like nobody's looking, but it's like, we feel so much through our body and like through moving around. So I, I love to dance. Um, not, not like well, or, you know, if you were to teach me a dance, I probably couldn't learn it very well. I wouldn't be the but, one to teach yeah, you. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, but I, I bring up my girlfriend in this sense because she comes from a very heavy dance background. Oh, okay. You know, so, you know, she'll always give me tips on how I could do something a little better, which helps like make it smoother, you know? Yeah. At least, at least so you can get in a rhythm and participate. Yeah. It's like how in acting class, we learn the technique so you can forget about the technique. Mm, right. It's the same yeah. idea. Yeah. And it takes a while to get to that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll tell you this, man. I took, uh, this is all pre-pandemic. I took in pre-leg injury. Oh yeah. A group on. Nice. I did two month salsa. Oh, class. Nice. Very sexy. And like the first couple, I just learned a few steps, but Mm -hmm. they're like, you know, they gave you homework. I'm doing full blown playoffs at this time. And Mm -hmm. I I mean, to be truthful, I was doing it um, just to just to meet people too, Mm -hmm. just to just do something different. I'm like, it's not that I cared so much about the dance, but I just want to throw myself in in an environment I've never been in and just Mm -hmm. see what happens. And uh, by week, about the first month, it started turning up the pace hard yeah and you could tell the people that were really working at it and the ones it's kind of like in class yeah where you yeah, could yeah, tell yeah. that person didn't really mm-hmm. prepare or do it i was kind of that with salsa <laughs> where you were not preparing or i you was were... not as prepared oh, like okay. I, I i like oh, i'll just show up to class and mm. i remember Feel the last yeah i remember the last class when you had to dance with the teacher it was like a final exam wow. dude i just totally bombed like <laughs> Just totally. But I say all that uh, to say it gave me a taste because there were moments. I did have moments. You do have moments where I'm like, yeah. oh, wait, I did it. Uh-huh. You know, type of thing. So I see what you're saying. Like, mm-hmm. I see if, and that's what the instructor said. Like, look, you don't need to know everything. If you just know, like, these basic steps, mm-hmm. like, like the basic steps I could do, like, solo, mm-hmm. it's when they started getting to all the partner stuff mm-hmm. and, like, this, that, and the other. I'm like, oh, man, I really need to yeah, practice. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. if I was on my own, I could keep a beat mm-hmm. and participate, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Yeah, good enough. Yeah, good enough. Salsa. <laughs> so what, do you and your girlfriend, do you guys, like, go out to the clubs? Do you go out to specific no, places just by yourselves? Really. or? Yeah. We just dance sometimes. That's dope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because you put me on the spot. You said, what kind of art do I like best other than film? Um, and that was just the first one that came to mind. But I don't do it in an artistic way. I do it more in like a recreational way, I guess. Mm, okay. Um, oh. That is that is um, you performing art yeah. in a way. I mean, that's. Yeah. 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 But then there's film. Yeah. And uh, so tell me about film. Okay, sure. What's been going on with that? So um, I am wrapping up a um, feature length that we finished shooting um, uh, early this year. We Well, I say that, but we have a couple, few scenes that we still have to shoot. It's a feature. Um, mm, Wow. Yeah. We're not quite sure on what the final runtime is going to be, but we're probably looking around an hour 15, maybe. Um, depends, depends on how much stuff we started to cut together some stuff and, um, we probably about an hour 15. 
Um, but anyways, it's a, it's a movie that we shot um, in the California uh, coastline. Basically, it's a very simply put, it's kind of a coming of age story of, of three mermaids. Hmm. Um, and it's kind of a, it's at the more important meaning is uh, how we're all kind of connected to the environment around us. And, um, you know, a lot of the beauty we can find in our daily lives is it's like right outside, you know, even if you live in the heart of Anaheim or the heart of mm. LA, like there's stuff outside that is beautiful and you have to, you have to enjoy it, you know? Mm. And how did this come about? What was the, how did? Yeah. Long story. So basically. We've got time. Yeah. <laughs> basically my, my girlfriend, Brooke and three of her, childhood friends had like a fairly successful like youtube show when they were kids because um you, have you heard of the show h2o not i mean not the top of my head yeah. i don't know if i'd see is this a youtube show no 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 so this h2o was a um was an australian like kids show about mermaids okay and it was it's very big it was very big for like kids around my age i never saw it um, when I was younger, but it was a big part of like Brooke's childhood, for example, my girlfriend's childhood. Um, so they wanted, you know, they were like kids and they're like, let's make a YouTube show where we're mermaids. And it actually got really popular. And so they've been hounded by their fans for years and years and years to like make another episode. So Brooke has pretty much, uh, she's produced her and and um, the two others have produced everything since you know they were kids and Brooke was like you know what I want to put this to bed I want to finish this <laughs> and so she wanted to shoot a movie about it wow yeah and then so what she just says hey I'm going to do this mm. come be in it yeah so she um she has a background in uh, cinematography and so she's excellent with a camera um and we basically got a bunch of people together uh I helped write it, um, and then I also directed it, and I'm in it a little bit, um, and we shot it just locally. I mean, we shot it um, down in Orange County. We shot some in Catalina, over on Catalina Island, oh, wow. because we, you know, the entire film's practical. So um, we're shooting in, like, the kelp forests, you know, off of Orange County and Catalina, and it's it's beautiful. It's turning out really, really, really good. Um, especially like the main focus of the movie is like the nature. That's the main thing. Is we want people to see like, hey, like the world is beautiful. The ocean is beautiful, and we've gotten really good footage, like all practical footage in kelp forests. Like we have fish, we have sharks, like little leopard sharks swimming around. Um, just these these beautiful things that a lot of people don't know is pretty local if you're a California native. Well, I was just going to say this has to be a, a great experience for you being mm -hmm. someone who's born and raised. Because mm -hmm. how many people come here from so many other places, mm -hmm. whereas I feel you, correct me if I'm wrong, maybe you, should, you probably have a deeper appreciation. Mm -hmm. Well, Because these are places that you grew up around, right? I yeah. Mean, I mean, I never really dove a lot when I was like younger. I, I surfed and spent a lot of time in the ocean, but I never did... Um, I was never super into like diving and, you know, really seeing what's out there. But like, you can go like a hundred feet out and you'll find these incredible, like just 
kelp forests and it's super rich and there's tons of seals out there and there's tons of fish and it's it looks fake a lot of the a lot of the stuff like it either looks like fake or it looks like something that you'd see in a nature documentary and it's like you don't have to look that hard to find this incredible stuff this beautiful stuff you literally have to get in the water and swim out a little bit maybe not in long beach you know because it's it's a little with the with the port there, <laughs> yeah, you know. But um, if you go if you go north, if you get up to Ventura, yeah, you go a little south, and you're good, you know. But yeah, that's mainly what the movie's about. Is it's just like look at this beautiful stuff. And, oh man, I can't wait know. to see this. Is there any and uh, any release date at this point, or just pretty much when you complete it, you guys will decide what to do with it from there. Well, we're anticipating late summer, so okay. August or September. Yeah, so of this, this year so that's coming up mm-hmm, mm-hmm, awesome mm-hmm. is there a particular name are you not revealing that yet um we're not set on a on a current okay yeah, yeah. oh man a good question yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'll let you know i'll let yeah, you know yeah yeah well um i was curious too so your girlfriend she brooke is her name mm, brooke. she she i think she was there that night was yes. she there? Yeah, 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 so yeah, I, yeah so i, I, her. I met her you yeah. met her yeah um so you're directing and then she's running the film like director dp uh, no, so we actually have another guy for a cinematographer. Another guy, um, yeah. Okay, so she, yeah. but she just has a vast knowledge of it. Yeah. So Brooke was the producer, um, along with another um, of our friends named Mariah, and then uh, our cinematographer Nick, and then pretty much everybody else was everybody, everything in between. You know, I directed, but I also ran sound. Um, I, you know, there's a there's a clip of me like holding the boom in my shoulder and with the clapper and I'd injured my neck. So I had a neck brace oh on. Oh my gosh. That's dedication. <laughs> yeah. So, and we're at the beach and we're trying to get some, like, like I'm sure the audio didn't even sound good. We're probably not going to use it anyways, but you know, I got the, the boom and I got the clapper and you know, we all worked really hard and I just, that's the best thing about this movie for me is I look through the footage and I look through the, and I hear the audio files and it's like, we were having just such a good time. Like a lot of times we had a bad time, but so much of it, it's like, everybody's laughing. Everybody's like joking around with each other. And like, it was a lot of hard work. It was a lot of hard work. And I mean, I didn't like for me, but for like the producers, it was way harder. And they like Brooke, especially, I saw how hard she worked and I, I, and we all had such a good time, such a good experience on set. And I, I really hope, and I think it will, I think the love is going to show through to the screen because that's what matters to me. It's not a great story. It's fine. It's good. It's fun. It's light. It's not going to make you question anything. It's hopefully going to make you laugh a little bit, smile a little bit. But I just really hope that you can feel the love through it, mm. you know. That's beautiful, man. Yeah. So wow, it's like really. Um, so the, and again, what was the time? When did you start shooting it again? I'm sorry. Oh man, we started shooting last summer. Last okay, so mm-hmm. this has been a year process mm-hmm. for you. Yeah. So so this has been your acting school. Yeah. Now yeah. you're actually out there making movies and directing. It hasn't been like day after day after day, right. day after day, but yeah, I mean that's basically what I've been doing. I haven't. I went to Kathleen for a class. I went to one class a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. It was really good. It was fun just to get back into it just for one day. Yeah. Um, 
but uh, yeah, this has been what I've been working on. There you go. Congratulations. Thank you. I can't wait to see it. And then um, another question, what is that like, you know, especially with your significant other, mm-hmm. like you guys having this common interest? Yeah. Uh, what was that like working with her on this film? Great. Excellent. Um, yeah, I know. Um, I have no bad things to say about it. I think that we balance each other out in really good ways. Um, she's, uh, she's great at planning and she's great at getting people to do things, but sometimes she, things can get to be too much. And, but I'm, I'm really good at just going with the flow, making sure that things get done that have started and like making sure hopefully that everybody's relaxed and like getting the job done that they need to. I think in that way, we complement each other really, really, really well. Yeah. So no, I, I think I, I can't think of a time where I really had a negative experience on set with my significant other. Um, because I know we were going into it thinking like, Hey, this might test us a little bit. Yeah. You know, this is kind of an intense thing and we have a lot invested here, you know, both in, you know, in time and, um, but no, we had a great time doing it. So this may be the first of many. Yeah. 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 I think we're going to try doing something a little shorter next time. <laughs> this was a, this was a lot. Yeah. Yeah. No, you know, you showed too, man. Like you don't have to live like in the heart of Hollywood to be mm, doing this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you've put up plays and you're making movie. Like mm. you don't have to live like in Hollywood, Hollywood. Yeah. You know what I mean, I actually don't. I mean, I don't, would you ever even think about moving to Hollywood? No, <laughs> no, no. I don't really want to live. You want County Carl to be like, yeah, it's exactly. Like, don't ever leave because yeah, <laughs> I'll lose the I'll lose the Orange County. You yeah. know, no, I don't really want to. I'm fine with the commute. I'm fine with the commute. I I love my place in Anaheim. Um, yeah, I don't I don't want to move. I just like Anaheim. Of course, is a city. Yeah, but. Like you get here and it's like, oh wow, this is a city. Like this really is a, like, like a city, right? right? And it's just like there's so much going on. And I just I like to be a little more removed, you know. And that's what you like about Orange County. It's a little more. It's a little mm-hmm. now. It, it has its crazy parts. Like yeah, definitely, definitely traffic and this that, and the other. But mm-hmm. it's definitely. I mean, when I drove down, when I drive down to Newport Beach, it's like, it's mm. like a whole other <laughs> planet yeah. when I'm down there. I used yeah. to work at a surf shop on, uh, New- in Newport Beach, like on the beach. On the beach. Best job I ever had. Oh, tell I me about love that. that job. I miss it. <laughs> I miss it to this day. <laughs> I just miss working there. You know, obviously it's a retail job, you know, yeah. it's not at the end of the line. That's uh, a true California like yeah. experience. Oh right there. yeah. <laughs> because yeah, you, you ask people that like live in um in uh Orange County, you're like, oh, like if you ask anybody, like one in five, if you ask them, hey, did you ever work at Jack's? They'll probably be like, Yeah, I worked there a little bit. It's like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> like everybody does it, you know. But I just I worked on a in a smaller one, one of the smaller shops, um, on the beach. It was just, it's such a good environment. And like, sure, it gets a little crazy at times, but it's like, you're on the beach and like, you can't complain about anything. Like, it's beautiful. Most people are probably pretty chill, I presume. Sometimes. Sometimes. You get people on opposite sides of the spectrum. Yeah. Yeah, Definitely. So do you surf a lot now? No. 
I like, I barely ever surf. Like, <laughs> did I you surf to, when you worked at the surf? Yeah, shop? yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. okay. Yeah, but now like I'm in Anaheim, so <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't get to the beach very much anymore. You just yeah. all it takes. Oh, that's the thing about LA and any of these Southern California. All it takes is you moving mm-hmm. just a few miles away yeah. from something that you're never gonna go back right. to. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's like sorry, I guess I'm never gonna see the ocean again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, and um. Back to your movie, mm-hmm. uh, how many actors were involved? I don't know if you even know how oh, many. A lot. Um, I mean, the main, the the three leads, like there's three leads. Like probably about five supporting characters, I would say, maybe more. And then we have some bit characters and then extras. And these were all people through networking, people you knew? That you put yes. it in? Did you have auditions? Some or? that I didn't know. Um, we had one audition. Um, but, yeah, like, well, <laughs> we only had one audition. and But everybody else was from networking, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, we flew one of our actors in from, um, where was it? Alabama, I think. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, it was cool. And then you basically only have a couple more things to do with it, and then you're mm, done. Mm. In terms of shooting, in terms of editing, who's we've editing? Done some amount, like, well, that's actually where I came from. Really? Um, yeah, I don't do much of the editing. I'm mm-hmm. I'm kind of there just to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but Nick, our cinematographer, and Brooke are the two main editors. Yeah, and then I'll I'll provide feedback sometimes. You know, like if they because they'll be there. Like I'll go work, and like they both work remote, so. All like they'll be working for like eight hours, editing for eight hours, and by the time I get back, like they've been they've been fixated on like one frame for twenty minutes, and I'll just be like, oh, do this, you know. It sometimes it just takes a fresh set of eyes, yeah. and I'm like, oh, that looks good, and then I'll move on. So yeah, no, I had um editing mentor told me once. She's like, once you hit like the three hour mark, yeah. <laughs> And probably maybe less than that. Like you need to step away from it. Oh yeah. Because you just can't. Yeah, like you just said, like you, you don't have a fresh set of eyes anymore. Yeah. But then when you go like go away for like an hour or so or a few hours and come back, mm-hmm. something that you were stuck on, you're like, oh yeah. <laughs> didn't, right. Didn't, just I think flip. that applies to a lot of things. It's just not video editing. It's just yeah. You you need that. You get fatigued after a while, and you get. So yeah, like that's funny though. Like they're there forever. And you're yeah. Like, oh yeah, you should just do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's it's nice too. I think editing collaboratively is so much better because mm. like I think a lot of editors work alone, mm. you know, and that I just feel like that would be so like just bog you down after a while, you know, because you're in a dark room, you know, you're scrolling around. And it's like no, like if you edit with people, it's a lot more fun, and everybody's. You know, the whole, every single aspect of this movie has been collaborative. Right. Like, nobody wrote the whole thing. Right. Nobody shot, like, um, there were times when Brooke was on the camera, like, so Nick didn't shoot the whole thing, even though he shot most of it. You know, I didn't direct the whole thing. There were some scenes that were directed by somebody else. You know, nobody did any, I didn't do sound the whole thing. Nobody did any one job the whole thing. Yeah, you all just shared. mm, Yeah. You probably learned so much from that experience. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know. I learned that. Uh, oh man, 
I don't there's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. But you enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. We're already thinking about like what we're going to do next. So yeah, and good for you for just going out and doing it. Mm. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times that's really all it takes. Oh, what was it? I was, oh, it was going to drive me crazy. I just saw this or read this. Basically that thinking about doing something mm-hmm. is not taking action. Mm-hmm. Actually doing it, mm-hmm. <laughs> even if it's like not even close to what you thought it was going to be in your head, yeah. but it's way better than something amazing being in your head. If that, yeah. yeah, 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 because that's what we do. And I, I fall victim to that all the time. It's like, oh, oh you know, this fantasy of this movie or this, that, and the other, and it's like, yeah. well, you know, when the time's right or the, the yeah. settings right. Dude, it's all fantasy. Like, you got to take that. I'm actually reading, uh, Grayson gifted me uh, Rick Rubin's book. Okay. The Creative Art of Being um, or The Creative Act of Being, um, whatever it is. And mm-hmm. It's incredible. Like, okay. and he's talking about when you get these visions of an idea mm-hmm. to, you got to act upon it. Because mm-hmm. if not, it's just going to stay up there and then eventually it's going to yeah. go away. Yeah. So that's why I was curious about, like, your film, like, the inception of it. Well, that moment of like having this idea or, you know, you guys talking about for a while, but then that first moment, like, was there one person or was it all of you that were like, you know, we're actually going to do this. And then actually taking that yeah. first step, whatever that was, mm-hmm. of actually moving the production forward. It was, is Brooke, 100%. Like, what would you remember that first step? Like, no, I just remember that they, uh, her and Mariah, well, it was Brooke and Mariah. So Brooke and Mariah just started and I didn't. I didn't really think, so I had a job lined up to go, uh, I wanted to go bartend in Alaska uh, for the summer last year. And then- You did that last year? I did not because oh. they started this thing. I was like, you know what? I'd rather do this. And um, because they asked if I wanted to be a part of it, pretty much vaguely how it went. And then that was a part of it. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a year later, here you are. Yeah. Talking about it on podcast. Exactly. <laughs> I, I think you, so you asked for the title. I think it's going to be named Connected. I just want to say it just in case anybody's listening to this in the future and the movie's out. I think that's what it's going to be called. Um, you know, just because I don't want to give you no we'll put an asterisk. Exactly. It may not be called that. Right. Too, but it, good possibility it will be. I mean, if this comes out in, uh, what did you say, eight weeks? It's possible. Within eight weeks, yeah, this okay. will be out, yeah. Yeah. It's possibility that they could be out at the same time. So, wow. hey, wow. <laughs> Crazy timing there. So, okay, you, you were going to go bartend in Alaska. Yeah. Dude, that's, uh, summertime's the best time to be up there, right? Yeah. What? How was that even, how did that come about? I've never bartended. I've never been to Alaska. And I thought, like, I was kind of at a, at a time in my life where I didn't have, I wasn't sure where I was going to go next. And I was looking for a lot of jobs like weird jobs. I just wanted to find like the weirdest job kind of. And then I was like, I I found, you know, somebody who offered me, like I interviewed with this lady in Alaska who was like ran a chalet up there. Um, And I interviewed with her and she was like, yeah, we'd like to have you come up here as a, as a bartender. And I told them, I was like, I've never, I've never bartended before. Um, But uh, they offered me the job and then I, I turned them down. Because I, <laughs> I made the movie instead. So you're going to be there for three months or how long were you going to be up It was going to be, yeah, it's going to be for roughly th- three months. Yeah. And was Brooke going to go with you? No. 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 Or maybe, I don't know. No, probably not though. Yeah. That's, that's awesome, man. Like, yeah. I still think about like, what would that have been like if I did do it? You know? 
probably come up with you'd probably have some stories from that yeah I'd love but i think to, you made the right choice oh 100 because you I, can always go back and do that again if yeah you exactly to. exactly and i i'm i think in terms of what i value in my life making this movie has was such a good choice you know or helping make this movie was such a good choice um and i I've made so many good friends and, and strengthened so many bonds along the way. It's it's such a good challenge to take with people that you trust mm. is to do something like that. And people, a lot of times when they make movies with their friends, they run into problems and things don't work out and people can get hurt by each other. But this, that didn't happen because this was such a good group of people and we all trusted each other and we all wanted to work on it. And it's just, it I, I, I continually think, even now as we're editing it, especially now that we're editing it, it's like, wow, this was a great choice. This was a great choice for us all to do this. Sounds like you found your tribe. Yeah. Oh, definitely. You know what I mean? Definitely. Like if you look at it, like, you know, some even think going back to like Adam Sandler and mm. his crews that he had or Seth mm. Rogen and their crews mm. or Tarantino uses the people that do good work together mm. continue to do work together. Yeah. It's like, why would you guys, it's, I think it's cool to go work with other people and bring yeah. other people on. But I think once you have that core group that you guys yeah. produce something good out of that, like, why would you stop? Mm. Yeah. I, I, I always think like, you know, I have a bunch of different, like I have my playoffs West group of people that mm -hmm. I know. And then I have some, you know, other friends that I made through college or have this group of friends who, you know, I also made through college, but they're a different group. And it's like, I, I feel so fortunate to have so many different people that I've like been around artistically and feel like I can trust. That's like, I just, I want to work with so many different people. And I, I just like, I had a great time with this group of people, but now for the next project, I'd love to bring some people from over here and like, mm. you know, what can they do over here it's just i think that's my one of my favorite parts especially with playhouse west with how with how collaborative everything is mm -hmm. like and how you just get to meet these people through like oh hey um i want to do this play i was thinking about doing this play will you do this role and also i have this person from this class over here that wants to do this role and it's like oh you meet them and now you have another person like that you know mm -hmm. and it's like okay so where they where can they fit in this next puzzle of what you're trying to make mm. you know yeah. You remind this is this is it's not a crazy story, but this this happened recently. I was at a function, uh, older gentleman, mm. and I'm I'm relating it to what you just said. So you're like, what the heck? Where the heck is he going with this? But you remind me of something. I'm getting to the point. Mm. I'm talking to this older gentleman at uh, this cookout I was at, Ooh. and we just started striking up a conversation, and he starts telling me about just his life, mm. like was taking me through everything. Mm -hmm. And I really felt like, oh, wait, let me go get the mics. Like, let's set it. Like, let's do a podcast. But like, to just, I, I really tried to like, be present for what was happening because mm -hmm. this was someone that was, someone I have no connection to. Mm -hmm. I mean, it could have been someone on a bus stop, really. It, mm -hmm. it just was just this beautiful, organic mm -hmm. opening up. And I could watch in his eyes of him telling the experience, like him going back to that time. Mm -hmm. And like, so I just kept asking question after question after question. And uh, eventually then, you know, the conversation was over. So like, 
But I realized it, it gave me this point of like, wow, like there are so many people out there, mm. no matter what, whether you just want to have a conversation or you want to make a movie or you want to mm. collaborate. Dude, you just don't know. Yeah. So it does open your mind. Like you even saying what you just said, it opens your mind to like, man, this is a big place, man. There's lots of people. Yeah. And especially we're lucky to live in a place that's so dense. Mm -hmm. And there's so many people from around the world that come here mm -hmm. or pass through. Mm -hmm. uh, the possibilities are endless yeah. for collaboration. Yeah. So I don't know if that makes any sense, what yeah. I said. but <laughs> I, I love, that's one of my favorite things is just is getting to meet people and like, yeah just random people who you're never going to see again in random places. Like, because people will be really open with you. I'd imagine that he was probably really open with really you. Really huh? open. Yeah. I remember I was, I went to, um, I was picking up my parents from LAX one time and I got there early or their flight got delayed or something. And I was like, okay, well now I got two hours to kill. So I went to the Denny's like that's close to LAX <laughs> and then on like middle of the day, Tuesday. And I went in, and, you know, I got some like pancakes or something and I'm sitting down and there's one other guy in the Denny's and I'm like eating at the bar. I ordered at the bar because I was like, I didn't know Denny's had a bar. So like, <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but the Denny's at LAX or next to LAX has got, got a bar. bar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was eating at the bar. I was, I had been talking to the bartender lady for a bit. Um, and then th there's one other guy. And I ended up talking to him for like 45 minutes about his life story. And he was talking, he told me, I was like 20 at the time. So I was like young. He told me at the end of the story, he told me, he's like, hey, like if you, if I got one thing to tell you, cause he was probably in his forties or something. He's like, if I got one thing to tell you, he's like, don't follow your dreams, man. You'll just get hurt. I was like, I was at Denny's at, at Denny's bar on a Tuesday afternoon, and this guy, yeah, and this guy is telling me how life has crushed him. I was like, "Geez, yeah." But anyways, uh, talk to people, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I still think about that guy, and I, I hope he's doing okay. You know, because he's talking. His wife died, and oh, he had two kids, and he sounded like he was really trying hard but he was also an oil worker too so he was like out of the house a lot but oh man did he live in the la area um i don't remember okay i don't remember <laughs> well and also you just you catch people at different maybe you just caught him at a low yeah. point in his life you know? yeah and maybe by him talking to you like maybe he was able to let some of that out because that's the thing too is like some people just don't have someone to talk to that's what I've realized too. Oh, when man. I'm talking with people, I'm like, you know what? And not to be judgmental, but like maybe maybe they just don't talk to many people. Yeah. And I, I've recognized that a couple of times where I'm like, hey, this is my role right now. It's just to listen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just to listen to whatever this person has to say. Yeah. You know? Well, that's what you do now. I guess. <laughs> You're good at it. I, I think I just, I just I'm good at... Um, I, li I like to ask questions about people. You're good at asking the right questions, I think. Mm. And you're good at like listening to people and you're good at like um, putting it together with something, you know, like keeping a chain going. Keeping you know? a rhythm, seeing yeah. where it's going. And yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I see what you're saying. I think, I think some of it takes the pressure. I think it's a defense mechanism in a way. Mm -hmm. Cause like whenever I've been at a networking events or parties and stuff mm -hmm. like that, 
I remember I would just keep asking people questions because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, okay, this is kind of awkward. Well, hey, so where are you from? Yeah. Oh, yeah, what, 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 what happened with that? And the next thing you know, you're 45 minutes in. Mm-hmm. And little did I know back then that that's called podcasting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which When did you learn, when did you figure out that you wanted to do this? Like when? Uh, so I started um, doing interviewing. I did a show called The Social Media Show. It started as the Las Vegas oh. Social Media Show. This is back when I lived in Vegas. Um, I was helping doing film for another show. Oh. That's how, what introduced me to interviewing. I was filming their show and they just said, hey, just, we want you to do this. Just do it how you want to do it. Wow. I, I just committed to it. I had no idea what I was going to do. Like yeah. zero. And this is pre all this. Like podcasting. I mean, this is 2013, 2012. Oh, maybe? yeah. Wow. Almost a decade ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm like, how am I going to do this? <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just going to film. And then the audio is going to give me the MP3. I'm just going to line it up mm-hmm. in post. And I started doing it. They're like, oh, it's great. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah, just keep doing it. So I did that. I learned a lot. Mm. So that's another thing, too, like I would tell people is like, have you read The Alchemist? No. Oh, my gosh. Well, you my may- brother has it. I'll have to steal it from him. Okay. Well, you may just be leaving with your own copy. Really? On the way out. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, you need to read this book because it's one of my favorite. But basically, the I won't give it away, but basically that... You don't. You never know what you're doing in the present moment. Why you're doing it? Just oh, trust yeah. that I it's leading that. you to the next thing. Mm-hmm. So, I'll bullet point this. I uh, they came to me like, hey, like you know, hey, you've done a really good job with this. Like, hey, mm-hmm. we want to give you the opportunity for you to do your own show. Oh. I'm like, what? <laughs> like me? And then uh, so I started doing a show and um, was interviewing people. And then from there, like I, I did social media video production stuff so i was always at conferences and this other stuff like asking questions behind camera oh man So that's really how it stemmed and then i moved to la and this has always been one of those things and i've done some interviewing stuff here and there leading up to moving to la and then i jumped into playhouse west coming out here and acting 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 film 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 but then the pandemic hits Mm -hmm. And I had this idea. I, I knew I always wanted to do a podcast, but I wanted no like exact theme. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just going to, I just want it to be no like, because I don't want it to be an acting thing or a mm. film thing or a business thing. Yeah. Just whoever comes on, comes on. That's, yeah. it's it's all based upon my relationships with people like you. Like I mm. met you. We're going to come on. We're just going to talk like it's you and I talking. You're right. Out in the Playhouse West parking lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. we've all had those conversations yeah. for an hour and a half. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, the pandemic happened. And I'm like, okay, well, nothing else is going on. Mm. Now's the time to start doing this. And again, mm. didn't know how I was going to do it. Mm. I, but I had the film. I knew enough to get something rolling. Mm. And then, yeah, I had done about five episodes and then leg injury hits. <laughs> yeah. That took me out of the game for like eight, nine months. That's crazy. And then... Uh, Shout out to you know Tommy Christopoulos. Oh, I can't. He went to Playhouse. You know him if you saw him. I I've never talked to him, but I know what he looks like. Okay, well he like really encouraged me. Man, you should just start doing these on Skype or Zoom. Mm. Just start doing. I'm like, oh well, if I can't, I was wondering that mind space. Well, if I can't film in person, yeah. (laughs) But looking at my situation, right. It's like, and people weren't doing stuff in person yet anyway. So I just started cranking them back on Zoom, and then boom. Mm And then I'm going to lead it right to a person, which he's going to be coming back on because he's like, he's a, well, Eric Sarich here, major piece, but 
uh, Nick Osborne. Yeah. Nick and I did one episode 49 here in this apartment. And I was, I had done a couple leading up to him, uh, Charlie and KC, but then when it got to Nick, I'm trying to run cameras. I'm trying to run the sound. I don't even know how these mics work. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know how these work. Right. Cause you, the, the, the interview got cut short. Yeah. Nick's interview. Yeah. You gotta have him back on. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's definitely coming back on, but like, and he was so cool, man. Cause Nick, you know, Nick, he was, he was totally like, dude, it's all good. And I yeah. have to apologize. He's like, dude, it's, it's fine. And we got some good stuff, but yeah. it was like, it was that moment where I'm like, yeah, this, this, this one man band thing's mm-hmm. not going to work. And then mm-hmm. Eric Sarich and I connect out of fate. Mm-hmm. And now we've been doing it like this. So yeah. that was a long winded, but yeah, like the talking, the I feel like for me here in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. This just feels like what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm grateful, like people to know people such as yourself, and especially mm-hmm. to come on and have these conversations. Because, like to me, this is this is a different art form. Like mm-hmm. we're capturing conversation yeah. based upon like our relationship, mm-hmm. and then sitting down on this platform and just seeing what happens. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, I had no idea. I mean, I knew some stuff we were probably going to yeah. talk about. Yeah. And who knows what we're going to talk about for the remainder of this. <laughs> what do you That's want to talk about? Yeah, yeah. That's part of the fun. What do you want? Is there anything you want to, like anything, anything in the world? I don't know. I mean, um, what do we, what? Um, I'm curious about how you almost went into mathematics. Oh. Or finance. Yeah. Were you, were, was it, were you good at math? Like, were you yeah. good at financial things? Well, I mean, I was good at math, um, but I mean, like. I just thought, because I wanted to, I had no clue what I wanted to do coming out of high school, you know? Um, I I think I probably had wanted to keep acting, but at that point in my life, you know, I'd worked really hard in school, like in high school. Um, and I was like, you know, I'm just, I'm going to keep doing this, you know, because like, I'm good at math and uh, I'm good at, you know, a lot of parts of school. And it's like, if I go and... You know, do I just thought like if I can go and do like finance or something, I can make a lot of money and I'll be good. And I think that I probably could like maybe I never could have done that. I don't know, you know, but that was my mindset coming out of out of high school. Hmm. You know, like I um it's not like I was some like math whiz, but I, I could do it, you know. Um, yeah, you had the skill set if you really wanted to. Right. You, you could go study that and then exactly. be set in that. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and I just, it wasn't, I think a big mistake that I made was like, I never really decided to stop and do acting. And I never really decided to stop and do school. I was doing both. And like, I look back at it and I'm happy that I did both. I'm really happy that I did both. But I always felt like, I think it put a lot of strain on myself, but also that's when I felt happiest. That's when I feel happiest is when I'm under a lot of pressure. Like obviously it's not sustainable, um, but I look back on my life and some of the times where I feel like I had the best outlook on life and I was like, okay, hell yeah, like this is good stuff that I'm doing. It was when I was super busy. And so um, I guess I'm not quite answering your question. 
That's an but, interesting uh, topic you just brought up alone. What was that? The just the whole concept of the busier you are, the being happier busy. you are. Yeah, man. Yeah, I think. Yeah, definitely. I'm one of those people, which um, I think it's a lot of people expect the opposite because I'm like feel pretty relaxed, and I am pretty relaxed most of the time. But I get a lot of. I think. <laughs> I think uh, I'm predisposed to existential dread. Mm. And so when I stop doing stuff, I start to think and I start to get um, the bad thoughts come back. (laughs) Not like that, but like, it's like, um, I just like, I don't like to be stagnant, I guess. And I have been stagnant a lot. I've spent a lot of my time being stagnant and I really wish I hadn't done that, you know? To quote Kenny Yates on this podcast, he said he'd rather yeah. be stressed than depressed. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, I listen to him too. He's doing crazy stuff right now. Man, he he's on a, he's on a whole new level, man. Like yeah. seeing him and he he's such a positive person. Yeah, he's I gotta cool. shout him out publicly too. He's 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 a big supporter of this podcast and really tunes in uh shows you know we'll send a text message yeah. saying like oh man that, that episode was great or you know yeah. and so y- getting that feedback from you guys is huge man mm. kenny went and came and saw a road trip when me and nick and courtney did it oh he did and he i think he had done it years before him and another fella named oh, travis laughlin who i think is east coast now but yeah they're cool. <laughs> yeah. Road trip lore, dude. Because everybody does a scene from that, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. Any any uh, plans to ever put that up ever again? I don't think so. Yeah. It was in the so. moment. Yeah. 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 I, I had a great time doing it. I really did. And I, I really enjoyed the time that I spent with Nick. Um, I really enjoyed the time that I spent with Courtney. And I really enjoyed the time that I spent with Froy. Who is our director? Oh yeah, Freud directed yeah, that one. Yeah, um, but I don't think I'd do it again. I think no, I don't think I'd do it again. Yeah, yeah I think there's there's moments that we have moments that Rick Rubin talks about this in his book too. Like there's there's mm. moments there's yeah there's there's timelines. Like you mm. you have this and you either execute or you don't. Like. You get these ideas for something, and it doesn't work for everything because sometimes you do have an idea for something, but the time's not right. Yeah, till a certain time. But there's certain times where you, you are, uh, what Chris Levy said on the podcast. Mm. He said, uh, certain roles you aren't ready for, for yeah. as, until certain times. But then certain roles you can't do anymore. Right. <laughs> like you're past it. That's that's so, such a weird thing to think about, but it, it makes sense because it's like, yeah, it's not that you get better. You, I mean, you do get better as yeah. an actor, but you also like lose things. Yeah. Right. Like, it, yeah. Like you can't be like, oh, I could do that role again. But it's like, no, you lost it. It's not important to you anymore. You know? Well, and, and even outside of acting, it's like that goes with a lot of things in life. Like, I've just used myself. Like, I don't quote unquote party anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Me neither. I, yeah. I don't drink anymore. I don't. Yeah. There was a time where I participated greatly. Yeah. Back in Vegas, baby. <laughs> Back I in the Vegas yeah. days. And I led the charge mm-hmm. and blah, 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 blah. There's, I won't even say what YouTube channel. You can go and find some of that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, nice. But now, oh my gosh. Yeah. 
I would be done within yeah. 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. You'd have to rush me to the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like in my mind frame, I couldn't even mentally do that. I'm just yeah. so far past that. Um, so, yeah, when people are like, hey, we're going to go out and have yeah. fun. <laughs> it changes your relationships for sure. Yeah. Like different stages of your life, mm-hmm. you know, like I like I'm sure you know, like changing your lifestyle and changing what you do for recreation or or like how you spend your spare time like people come and go and it's 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 funny like because I, I look a couple years back and I was like damn like I don't do any of that thing those things anymore you know and I don't see a lot of those people anymore and it kind of sucks you know I don't know well then also too like when you do uh mm-hmm. see these people and again, it's not a bad thing, but like your relationship was based upon mm-hmm. some of these things that you experienced. And I, I've, I've had, I've experienced it both ways, like where I'll reminisce no problem mm-hmm. and we'll just be laughing and mm-hmm. it's fun. But then like, I'll find where it's like, you almost feel like you're, you're trying to get pulled back into that, mm-hmm. whatever. And it doesn't even have to be bad things, just things you're not into anymore. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but yeah, it is interesting how certain people, certain people stay in your life no matter what happens. Yeah. But then there's some that come in and out or are mm. in for a little bit then out. Mm. And it wasn't even that anything bad happened. It's just you evolved, maybe they evolved and you guys just went different yeah. places, you know? Yeah. What do you like to do recreationally now? What do I do recreationally now? Um, I... Oh my gosh, this is so sad. Um, shoot, I don't I, have too uh, many either. I mean, besides working on a podcast, is work. Oh, that's the going. worst thing. Oh, dude. so take like so. What does a uh, Carl and Brooke do on a? Okay, you know we we've spent a lot of time on the yeah. film. We don't feel like dancing. We're yeah. in Anaheim. It's a Saturday evening. What do we? <laughs> well, I spend a lot of time with uh, Brooke and my twin brother. We're all very close. Um, I've been very close with my twin brother for my entire life, which I am incredibly thankful for. Um, he is one of the most important people in my life. And now the fact that all three of us, all three of us kind of lived together during COVID. But now that we really have our own spot, it's great. Um, so I spend a lot of time with Brooke and Alex. I shoot. Um, I do when I have the time, like I just helped well, not helped. I had the opportunity to be in one of my buddy's short films. Mm. Um, one of my dear friends, Ben, just graduated uh, college for film. And he asked me to, um, he asked me to be, to like play the role of uh, the lead in his like thesis. And he and I had talked for a long time about what this short meant to him and i think for me to for him to ask to play the lead and that was like really really important um it was it turned out beautifully it the short turned out excellent and i think that's probably some of the best acting that i've done on on camera um but i'm actually trying to see him again soon um so I guess to answer your question, uh, sometimes films, I mean, we live in a nice, uh, I mean, it's not nice, but we got a, we got a shared pool and a 
and a jacuzzi at our apartment complex. So we have people over, we barbecue, okay, you know, stuff yeah. like that. I say I don't party anymore, but I don't go out. I still like to have people over and, yeah. and hang out and, and enjoy each other's company. Nice little Anaheim vibe, mm. Anaheim vibe mm. going on down there. Yeah, it's a wonderful spot. Yeah, I'll you... have to have you guys over soon. <laughs> Once I get furniture, I have I have a couch. I have a couch and that's it. It's great. It's all you need. I've never felt more alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's great. Like me, we we all like we make breakfast and uh, we sit, we have a little <clears throat> we either sit on the couch or we put a blanket down on the on the floor and we eat our breakfast on the floor. I I love that. I love that. You know what, man? You, I really like your approach to life, man. It seems like you have, you have a good appreciation for, for simple things. I think that a lot of people over. You know what I mean? Like oh, nice. even as you describe your apartment and where you're living, it's not. It's not about having like all this crazy stuff. And that's actually when I was in this apartment with Eric Jorgensen. Like a lot of our, it was it was the morning lemon waters. Mm-hmm. It was the meditations. Mm. Yeah. It was the, okay, we're going to watch a 15-minute uh, YouTube spiritual video. Maybe mm-hmm. Eckhart Tolle. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Like somebody, whatever. And, and it was like, because we had nothing else. Yeah. I couldn't go anywhere. Yeah. Acting was shut down for Eric. Like, yeah. So all we had was like, and we had books. Mm-hmm. So like when you describe like, you know, we got this simple couch. And, yeah. You know, just, that's all you need. You don't need all this stuff. I know that I'm going to look back at this time in my life and I'm going to think, damn that was a good time and i'm gonna know that i had barely any money and i ate my meals on the floor and i you know didn't have much spare time but i know that i'm gonna love it you know i i loved like i've loved this part of my life and i think like right appreciation for what you have because like we are so we are super, super fortunate. Like even like the, the, my living uh, enclosure, I guess is, it's not like glamorous, but it's comfortable and it's homey and there's plants everywhere. You know, we've got a lot of plants. We don't have much furniture, but we have a lot of house plants. So it looks great. There's there's these bamboo, th- uh, not bamboo, but it's like similar to bamboo next to our window. And these are did you put plants in your place? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, just like house plants, you know. Um, but yeah, I just I'm super appreciative for you know where we are now, and I'm excited for what's coming next. Maybe I'll get a table. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I love it, man. This is beautiful. Yeah, and you are right, man. Like, you, we do, like, oh, gosh, I'm trying to quote all this stuff. I don't even know exactly what he exactly said. But it was basically, you're going to look back 20 years from now and realize mm-hmm. how great of a time this was, yeah. especially having your health, being able to move. I mean, dude, you're making feature films. Mm-hmm. You got a great place with, you know, people you love mm-hmm. that live close to you. Mm-hmm. Think how many people that don't have that. That don't know? have that at all. Yeah. Maybe they got a lot of money too. That's the yeah. thing. You know? I I I've been like I think that something that's very important to me now is like community, mm. and I never used to think about that when I was a kid. You know, mm. I I you know as most I think young 
men do, you have delusions of grandeur. Like I'm going to do something great with my life and I'm going to be happy because of it. But like the more, the more I just like, you just relax into life and just enjoy the people that you're around. I feel so, I feel so loved and I feel so a part of my little community. It's like, I just feel so fulfilled. Um, And like, there are more things that fulfill me, but I think that's the biggest thing, Mm. you know? And I think for most people, it's probably the biggest thing. Of course, a lot of people, a lot of people I think are outliers. Mm. And so like, let those people go be great. Let those people trade everything else to be great, you know? Like I'm ne- I'm never gonna be in a history book, but I'm probably gonna be happier than a lot of the people that are, you know. That's at least how I look at my life now, and who knows? Maybe it's just a phase, and maybe I'll get obsessed with the uh, power or something in a couple of years. Man, you're getting deep now, Carl. This mm. is uh, this is part of the podcast where it's yeah. like we work, we did all this to get to this, right? Yeah, <laughs> we talked about uh, Orange County to <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, Orange County. It's nice to commute yeah. shorter to yeah. Happiness really is no. You're exactly right, dude. It reminds me of uh, I quote him all the time. Naval Ravikant. He's this uh, philosophical angel investor mm-hmm. in the San Francisco area. Oof, made his money. Yeah. But he's very like his pot. Like if you ever listen to him, he'll, he'll blow your mind on stuff. But he talks about like how everyone, like your ego, uh, manipulates you. Really, like mm-hmm. to, I got to get to this status. I got to mm-hmm. impress these people. I got to get this one. Really, like your human experience is. He calls it a one-player game, meaning like mm-hmm. it's just you. Yeah. Not as many people are thinking about you as you think they oh, are. Oh, yeah. Like, Nobody's like, it's like, so when you say, like, for you to have that clarity, especially in a place like where we're at, and maybe that's good that you're, Orange County, you're not as, like, engulfed yeah. in the constant narcissism oh, yeah. and uh, stuff that makes up Hollywood, which it's with the good and the bad, of yeah. course. But it's like, I think a lot of, and myself included, there's been times when I'm like, I stop myself, I'm like, why am I doing this? Yeah. Am I doing this because I actually want to do this? Mm. Or am I doing this because I think that I have to do this? Yeah. Does that make sense? That's what it reminds me of what you just said. Yeah. So for you to have that clarity and to have that peace of like, hey, I'm, I got it made. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy. Yeah. I mean, but yeah. that, that comes and goes. Sometimes, right. like, you know, sometimes I'm sure it happens to you too. Like, sure. Other times you'll be driving home from work. You know, think like, what the, like, what the, <laughs> you pathetic piece of shit. Like, what are you doing with your life? Like, get your act together. Like, go do something, you yeah. know? Like, you got this gift of life. Like, go make something out of it. Yeah. And the, sure, like, sure, that's there too. But I don't, I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know. Because at one end, like, you want to seek happiness. But also, I've heard and like, like, what is happiness? Like, what is that? Like, or... Like, do you seek happiness or fulfillment? What's the difference? Like, who can say? I don't know. I just, it feels good where I am now, and I hope it doesn't go, you know? Or as Christopher Levy says, purpose. Or purpose. Knowing your value system. And I heard some from someone on a podcast, they said that happiness was an emotion. Yeah. They said that the whole, like, uh, finding happiness, they said it doesn't, well, this is their opinion, but does, I, I saw what they were saying. Mm-hmm. Type of thing. Mm-hmm. And I think we just got to be realistic. Like, look, there's going to be some days where you feel 
really good. Mm-hmm. There's going to be days where you don't feel good because you're right. Yeah. I mean, I have days where I'm like, I've accomplished nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be, I'm 36. And like, there's people that have done so much by 36 yeah. <laughs> that I haven't done. And right. then, but then like, I'll reverse it. I'll be like, oh, well, I'm feeling really great in life. I've, yeah. It's just a gift to even get to 36 yeah. and to be in this position. So it, it, your mind plays those games with you. Yeah. So I think the more you can just, I mean, gold goes to gratitude for me. Yeah. Just being great. Like, I'm grateful for this moment right here, right now mm. with you that we're actually doing this, capturing this moment of time. Mm. Who knows what happens after this? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, but it's like, Again, because we're not we're not grand we're not guaranteed anything. And I think mm. that's the big, um, especially when I went through my leg injury. Like that, was, to me, it really was like I call it my halftime. I hope to live past seventy two, mm. <laughs> but if this was the half point of my life, it was like God's way of like, hey, I'm just showing you that all of this, yeah, just like that, mm. can go. Yeah. Any given time. Like no matter how much in control you think you are, how uh, much of a handle you think you have on everything, mm-hmm. things that happen out of your control, boom. Right, you were just running, right? Just running, man. Yeah. Of course, I'm the one that did it. But like the way it, it's – I haven't even thought about this in a long, long time. But when I go back to it, the way I think – it just still doesn't make sense how it happened. Yeah. It's something you I had done. I just I, – I was headed downhill, so that did not help. But yeah. I slipped in a weird way. But just like I had gone over, I, I fell so weird so many different times. I'm like, I never, all, but it just showed me that, hey, it just takes one time. Yeah. But that's really changed my perspective on some things. And not that I live in fear of any kind, but like mm-hmm. I do think twice <laughs> on certain uh, actions. Yeah. You know, certain um, activities. Yeah. If you will. Like, you know, I think I'll, uh, I think I'll pass on. Extreme go karting, yeah. <laughs> just nah, yeah. not worth it to me. Not yeah. The 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 uh, cost benefit is yeah. <laughs> not great. Do you have a morning routine? Nope. No. No. See, you seem like one that may have one. So you have no routine mm-hmm. whatsoever. Well, I mean, vaguely, I get up, I make breakfast, um, we eat. Uh, um, that's about it. What's a typical breakfast? Two eggs, house? two for me, two for Brooke. Just yeah. two eggs, that's it. Yeah. Scrambled. Juice? Sometimes. No juice. Just water. <laughs> <laughs> no uh, coffee? No, are you a coffee guy? Actually, we have uh, tangerine juice now. So I think, yeah, I'll have some tomorrow morning. Um, but you know what I actually love to drink that I, I just perfected today? What's that? Um, so when you get a jar of pickles, after you finish the pickles, you're not done. <laughs> that juice is great. So you you keep the juice and you you just a little bit at a time you put some tomato juice in there as well so it makes like um closest thing i could say is it's like a bloody mary mix but like you know obviously no alcohol and to me i don't know i maybe i'm a salty type of guy i like salt but to me like that that little bit of juice just a little shot of it is so nice you know i don't know it's funny you say that because uh, Laura, my girlfriend, and I, we went to the uh, mm. Studio City of Farmers Market. He's the pickle man. The pickle man. I don't know his exact name, so I'm butchering it, but he he sells like pickle juice. Yeah. And sauerkraut that's been, everything's Ooh, been pickled, yeah. pickled beets. Mm. And he got this stuff. She got some, and I, I'm going to pick some up uh, probably mm. 
When? Coming up, when I go to the farmer's market next yeah. to it, it's like this, called it a prebiotic. It's like turmeric, pickle oh. juice. So that's, so dude, that's probably really healthy what you're eating. Like, yeah. Probably I, really good for your digestion and all that. Yeah. I try to limit myself. I mean, I could just guzzle like a whole thing of it. I love it so much, but you gotta, you can't, cause it's super salty, right? So you yeah. gotta just have a little bit. Yeah. But that's my juice. I, I don't drink much coffee anymore, um, but sometimes I'll have coffee. Yeah. Any but, pets? No pets. We actually, um, I mean, I come from a family of dog lovers. Yeah. Brooke does too. So, uh, you know, while we do love dogs, we've all decided that we don't want pets because we don't want to, we don't want to have that, uh, that tie down. Yeah. That yeah. responsibility. Exactly. Yeah. So no pets, no pets, yeah. probably not for a while. Not for a while. Yeah. Sounds like you guys have a really, uh, really peaceful household. Mm-hmm. We do. Everyone's in sync. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, I love my household. Do you guys have a TV? We, uh, right now we do just because we're editing. Yeah. But that was something that we all decided that we weren't going to get. We're not going to have a TV, but we do have a projector. So if we want to. Movies. Yeah, watch movies, something like that. Books? When, uh, you got books there? Some books. Yeah. Just um, so like I like to read. Uh, I When I get stressed. I, I have to read something like um, that's going to give me, make me feel something mm-hmm. because when I get stressed, I tense up, I get really muscular mm-hmm. and I stop. Um, it's hard for me to break out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, do, 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 do you know that feeling? In, in terms of like um, when I'm reading or when I'm not reading? You t- no, no, like, s- like just in life, you oh, know, yeah. if I'm stressed, like yeah. some people get like, you know. But I go inward and I get tense and I get just muscular. Mm. And so for me to break out of it, I have to read something good. That's the best way for me to stop being mm. stressed. So um, I have like the Meisner book. I have a bunch of plays um, that I like to read. And all it takes is like one good spoon river and I'm good again. Because like it just, it makes me remember that I'm just human and, you know, you can feel things. And, you know, because my reaction to stress is to tense up and go inward. But I need something to bring me back out. And a lot of times, like, it's not really other people. I don't like to talk with other people. But if I read something good, like, a lot of times, I just, I'm alive again, you know? So it's like therapy yeah. to you in a way. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. 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 Well, you're going to be leaving here with a book or two. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. So you, what you bring up books. And one thing that I think really helped me get to this uh, actually like kind of mindset about life. Um, one of my close friends, Emily gave me a book called tribe. I don't know. Uh, is it tribes or tribe tribe? Is that, uh, I know tribes. I think I have mm-hmm. it over there by Seth Godin. Um, the one you're talking about is by Sebastian. Is that his name? I think it's, it's the same guy that shot the Restrepo documentary. Was he on, has he been on Joe Rogan? Probably. Okay, I think I know who you're talking yeah. about, but continue. Yeah, but saying. so that book, um, it talks about how, like, very roughly speaking, how, like, we're, like, social animals, yeah. right? But we're also not meant to know more than, like, 50 people. So, like, modern society is just, like, weird, you know? And I think, like, that's yeah, – well, the book kind of goes into, like, that's why so – like kind of why a lot of people feel so disconnected and, you know, feel overwhelmed. And like, also like 
with that tribe of 50 people that you should know, you're also really, really, really strongly connected to all of them. And that's also another thing that we lack a lot of times in modern life. Um, but anyways, I, I love that book. And it made me think about, okay, well, who's my tribe? Who are the people? Because I can't care about everything and I can't care about everyone that I know. So who are the people that I care about? Mm. And like, what can I do to strengthen those relationships? You know, um, so that's a that's a really good book. I would definitely recommend it. Yeah, I de- thank you for that. I need to read that. And I, I've watched him on an interview and I remember mm. he said, I think he lives in like this city apartment complex. Mm. Um that where everyone knows everyone type of thing. Cause he mm. said that as humans, we weren't meant to live in suburbia separated mm. from yeah. people. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we're supposed to interact. Mm. Oh yeah. But you're to your point too, but there's a limit to that right. as well. Yeah. Cause tribes, yeah. Weren't, they had their certain amount of people and then that mm. was it. But now you got uh, everywhere. Right. It's like, <laughs> and I saw something recently. This really made me think uh, lately Th- you can apply this to everything. Um, friend sent me this video and basically um shout out to you know rita yeah yeah shout out to rita she sent me this youtube video and the the guy was explaining it was from an artistic standpoint basically like he had this mentor that was a pretty great artist and he was a good artist himself but he just was all over the place and mm. he goes to the guy he's like oh well how do i get to the point like where you're at where you mm. get just to do this all the time and he's just like your problem is, is that you're all over the place. Mm-hmm. You're trying to do this one day, that the next day. He's like, what you need to do is pick, uh, he said, you need to pick one thing to draw and you draw that every single day. Yeah. And what happened was he picked like, it's like some type of bird he was drawing, but then every day, like it get more creative. The birds mm-hmm. becomes a kind of person and he's on the street talking. It becomes a comic. And he basically, like he was saying like, when you're scattered, I, I've fallen victim to this. Like when you're trying, it's kind of like the whole jack of all trades, masters of none type mm. of thing. Mm. Would you rather just be okay at a bunch of things mm. or would you rather put all your energy into like one thing? This mm. podcast is an example of that. Like mm. there's other stuff I want to do. Like I would mm. love to go shoot some films and mm. do some other creative things. But then it's like, well, or should you just concentrate on one thing right now mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. see what you can build that into? Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know why I started going off on that. <laughs> but Well, like that, honestly, I feel at least at this point in my life, I, I want to try more things. Yeah. I'm, I'm still looking for yeah. what's, uh, what, what's it going to be, you know? I think, I think acting has been the closest thing to that one thing that I really like to mm. do so far in my life. But also, I don't know. I don't know because life has a lot of things to offer that I don't know about. Bartending yet. in Alaska, right? Maybe that's who knows, the, man. <laughs> exactly. You might call Brooke and be like, "Hey," and your brother, and be like, "Guys, yeah. sorry, guys, I'm out of here. You need to move. Like, yeah, come yeah. up here. Or, yeah, right. <laughs> come up here. Yeah, I still, I still. That's like, um, you know, it's funny. Is uh, Brooke actually got to go up to Alaska um, for the job that she works? She got to go shoot up in Alaska. Wow. Um, yeah. Crazy. I was like, I'm so jealous. Yeah. You know, because I wanted to go to Alaska. <laughs> we're going to go to Anchorage? Hmm? What, what, what city in Alaska were you going to? Oh, um, I think it uh, Anchorage was the close, closest. Closest No, no, no. I was going to go work in Denali, which I don't know if Anchorage is the closest anymore. I remember, I, I knew at the time, but now I don't. Okay. Yeah, yeah Denali, it would have been beautiful. 
Well, uh, one more question I had for you and things you brought up. So you have a twin brother. Yeah. What What's that like? It's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's great. I know that, um, yeah, I wouldn't have it any other way. I'm glad we're fraternal. And that means you do not look alike. We do not look alike, yeah. So because I think that identical twins is probably difficult when you're younger and people mix you up with another person a lot. It's probably kind of probably kind of grates on your sense of individuality, because like having a fraternal twin is bad enough, right? Because you're always with them anyways. Um, I mean, not bad, but you know, in terms of a sense of individuality. Uh, but yeah, I I'm so happy that I have a twin. I wouldn't have it any other way. We're very different, um, but we also comp- because of that we complement each other very well. So. Um, yeah, I. What would you like to know? Well, I guess I was just. I'm always curious. Like, um. Well, I guess since he doesn't look like you, mm. it's kind of a different experience, well, yeah. maybe from that standpoint. But I mean, you feel this this deep connection mm-hmm. yeah, with him. Is there like synchronicities between you two? Definitely. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I mean, he looks he looks enough like me as a brother would, right? right. Um. Where someone might go, oh, they're brothers, but if you told them you were twins, like, oh, I would right. guess that. Yeah. Like, we could be a year apart, probably, right. and nobody would think that, yeah. You yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think there's a lot of, like, super similar stuff, and I, that's just nature, having grown up together so close, you know, all the time. Like, we have some similar behaviors. Um, yeah, I think, I don't know. I don't know if there's something there that's working that we don't understand i guess but i i just think it's like we've probably spent 75 percent of our entire life within uh like half a mile of each other right Mm. so it's like you know if you spend that much time with somebody you're going to be pretty similar to them i think you know that's awesome yeah yeah and then i got i got this is based on your gram Mm. uh you a gymnast? Have you done oh that? no, no! no I saw some pics of you like doing like some. Uh... Oh yeah, back in the day, well, we used to. Alex and I used to go to this. Um, it was a parkour gym. We we discovered it when we were in high school. Um, it's called Firestorm. It's not it, that location isn't open anymore, but they have a location I think up in L.A. Hmm. Um, awesome place to just you know, Alex and I were just. Uh, we swam um, when we were younger, but it was a really good outlet for us, like athletically, because um, we were both just like really, like we just like to run and and jump, like like most young boys, like we just like to run around and jump and climb things and like you know see if you could jump over these two blocks and like it's just. Um, but so anyways, to answer your question, I, Alex was always really good at the flips and the jumping. He's super acrobatic that way. I have a video of him jumping over a 10 foot long, four foot tall block and doing a front flip over it. Off a trampoline? No, 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 no. This is on a, this is on a spring floor 
So you get a, you get a lot more spring than you usually would yeah. on like a hard floor, but still super impressive. It's like a big jump and he, he does this effortless front flip over it. It's like crazy. Also, I'll show you the video later, yeah. but it's, it's insane. Um, and I, uh, was never that good at, at flipping, um, but I always liked doing the stuff on like the bars or the rings or stuff like that. So um, I don't know if I can do that stuff anymore, but <laughs> it was it was a great outlet for when you're young and you're like, oh, I want to keep moving, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dude, that's amazing. Well, now, now I can sleep easier tonight knowing the backstory. Yeah. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I do yeah, want to see yeah, that video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll find it. It might be yeah. on his Instagram. No yeah. worries if you don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Carl, this has been a treat, man. Yeah, this is super fun. Yeah. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for all your support. And mm-hmm. as you know, I always give the guests the last word. But yes. before I do, um, where can the people find you if they want to connect? If I want social if they media connect. webs. Yeah. I think the only social media I check now is uh, my Instagram. It's at Carl Schreier. So that's K A R L. S-C-H-R-E-Y-E-R. And that's it. I mean, I have a Facebook from back when I was young, but I don't, I can't even log in anymore. So so just the gram. Yeah, just the gram. <laughs> and even that, like I haven't, I haven't posted in months. So. Well, I'm sure you're going to post when that movie comes out. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 So yeah, we yeah. can share it. Definitely. Yeah. 100%. I'm, I'm really excited about yeah. it. I mean, it's, it's come so far and I, one thing that I've learned, I mean, just to tack here on at the end is it's like, you never know what you have till you start cutting it. And it's like, yeah, you should shoot for exact, for what you want, but get some extra coverage. And like, for example, there was one scene that we were really unhappy with, you know, we were really unhappy with on the day that we shot it and we got it to the cutting room. It's one of our favorite scenes now, you know, you just never know. Mm. Um, but anyways, I just, I, I, I wanted to say that I, I didn't, we traveled on to another subject hey hey, man you got it it's recorded exactly there we go last word what would you like to leave us on it can be more about your movie it can be absolutely anything Mm. you want it could be about pickle juice mixed with tomato juice it could be anything yeah um i think i would say that i um i've really enjoyed this and i've i'm i'm really happy that you wanted to talk and just be vulnerable with me and just talk about what it's like to to get to know other people that that's why i really like your podcast it's just you get it you get these little windows into these like weird little people's lives it's like oh you know i learned so much about people that i knew before that i just hadn't picked up until i heard them talk to you about random things so I don't know. I guess uh, um, I like this show because it's it's just you learn so much more about these people just by listening to them more. You know, <laughs> just listen to people. I guess. Yeah, I love that, man. Thank you, thank you for sharing that, and thank you for all your support. Yeah. And yeah, man, it's been a treat. You have a great energy, man. Great energy, and um, I think you have a really good outlook an approach to things in life. And it's like, you, you're a good reminder to me. Like just, I, I kind of just feel more Zen nice. <laughs> after talking to there you. There we go. 
I hope so, dude, because yeah. I, I try to hold on to that as much as possible. Because mm. otherwise, it's... The world needs it, so please, please yeah, continue nice. to spread that. All right, will do. <laughs> Carl, yeah. thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for checking out the Sam Dever podcast. Be sure to follow us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you watch the podcast, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash at the Sam Dever podcast.